0: This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball.
1: Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. He five through five
0: Raptors.
2: Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts, since 1981. Bulls got the
1: rebound. He's going to push it. Spin move at midcourt. Swim move into the
0: Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli.
3: And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you on this Tuesday evening after the Magic come back down 21, just like we all thought would happen. You're down 21, do the old rope-a-dope, you kind of lull them to sleep, and then you pour it on in the third and fourth quarters. And you beat the Philadelphia 76ers 119 to 109. The hottest team in the NBA, the winners of seven consecutive games, the second-best record in the NBA, and the Magic took it to them in Philadelphia on their home floor. You get 29 points, nine rebounds from Paolo Bancaro. You get 19 points. From Franz Wagner and you get 22 from Mo Wagner and you survive 30 points, 11 rebounds from Joel Embiid. Jake, we've got a lot to get to. We've got a lot to cover, uh, including uh, Kevin McHale, and Mo Wagner, right? We got to get into that. I mean, he's absolutely <laughs> unbelievable down in the low block. What you did to Joel Embiid in the second half was absolutely phenomenal. But how about this team? Jake, you're you you you're down 21. You you start three of 20 from the floor, right? Can't get anything going offensively. You're sleepwalking through the entire first quarter. And then you pull it out. You find a way to pull it out. That, that was by far the most impressive win they've had this year. And uh, I I think that says a lot about this team that they just never quit the way they're able to pull that game out last night.
1: Yeah. Mo Wagner and Paolo Bancaro. is my easy explanation, but obviously everybody else played a role. Um, you know, it's two games in a row now, Dante, where you didn't feel like you had any energy until Mo Wagner was in the game. And then, and then I think his True. teammates react. True. I mean, I, I thought he was the only one who he and Cole brought the juice on Saturday. And then obviously they rolled with that bench bunch and came up short, but, uh, it was kind of similar yesterday. He, 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 Checks into the game and then injects life into whoever it is is out there on the floor, and then everybody starts responding to it. It was Bankero late, Cole hit a big shot. I mean, that is a great win. We know, even going back to last year, Dante, like we lost a whole lot of games last year, 60, 60 of them to be exact. We didn't get blown out very often. It, it, since Jamal Mosley's been here, it's been a resilient bunch. He has yeah. reached next play mentality. This league, you can go down twenty. But it was the biggest comeback of the season last night, being down twenty-one. But um, you know, you were back in the game by halftime. Like the second quarter, you put yes. thirty-five points on him. and then you're right. You did a great job on Embiid uh, in the second half, and 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 Paolo. I mean, the fact that Paolo's now scored twenty-nine or more points six times, and four of them are against like the best defenses in the league. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Boston right. And Boston, and Boston, and Boston Billy, and Cleveland, Cleveland, Memphis, right, and a lot right. of. So, um, I mean, he's just he, he rises to the moment, and it doesn't matter what defenses are doing against him. We got out and ran. We had what? How many fast break points did we have last night? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah, uh, twelve
3: in the first half, which is a big number for us, you know. Absolutely. And then to, then to have that, I, I want to start here though, Jake, because I think, and we say, and then you have the return of Markel Fultz, right? You haven't even got into that. Of and I thought Markel, he got his first double double of the season with twelve points and ten assists. Uh, he was great. No turnovers. 10 assists, no turnovers, missed a couple of easy ones. This team missed 26 shots in the paint. They missed 26 shots in the painted area. I thought you came out flat for the third consecutive game. You turned it around quicker against Miami. Uh, when you were on the road down there but you were you were sleepwalking to start that game too just timid tentative and all that and you've not started well the last three games that's a problem you have to figure that out but you found it real quick against Miami and you end up leading most of that game you found it way too late against Chicago and you found it just right I guess you can say (laughs) against Philadelphia right to be able to turn it on and and pull out this game. But I think to win a game against this team in Philadelphia, that was absolutely rolling. One of the best teams. They have the, uh, the, the, the jubilation of their Eagles being in the Super Bowl, right? So it's an electric atmosphere. Fans are feeling good. Your best players need to play the best, I think. Right. And, and your, your best players need to shine. You're not going to win very many games. If ever, when you get nine points from Ben and seven from Franz Wagner, that's what happened against the bulls. Very difficult to win a game like that. However, you get this This approach from Paolo, and I thought he did it in a way, Jake, that he kind of did to start the year, and it was great to see him get back to that. Everything was trying to get to the basket. He wasn't Hmm. settling for jumpers. He had some pull-up threes and a couple of pull-up jumpers, but everything for the most part was getting to the basket. He got to the free throw line enough, you know, five free throw attempts. So that's fine. you will take that. But he was able to score. He was able to finish around the basket. You missed a ton of easy ones as a team, but you still put up 119 points. And you shot under thirty threes. I think that's a big thing—not settling for threes. But I love the defensive effort in the third quarter. You—you you were not switching. But I think just starting with Paolo, I thought his approach was fantastic, trying to get to the basket or the free throw line.
0: Well,
1: and and I'll say this: the first quarter of that game, they had op- They had good looks. It was a little bit yeah. different than on um, than on uh, Friday night against Miami and against Chicago, where you were just sort of throwing the ball around and and, and you yeah. didn't look like you were locked in. They had they were running the offense. They just weren't making shots, and that was what was so frustrating. I think at one point they were like two of twelve from three, and so you end up.
3: Oh, but the shots they were so afraid of Embiid. The shots at the rim were pretty rough to watch, and yeah. I get that he's has that presence. And, and Markel missed
1: work. Markel missed three or yes. four of those uh, free throw line jumpers that he always hits. Correct, um, correct, and, and they were rimming out. I mean, there were a few. Franz had a couple that were just that just felt a little flat. Um To get to get to a point where you end up shooting 11 of 29, 37.9 percent, which is an acceptable figure, which is right about that sweet spot that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Under 33s. I think you ended up obviously getting the offense rolling. You put, what, 35 points and 42 um, in, in quarters two and three. And then the best part about the whole thing to me is that quarter four was a Philadelphia quarter. They win quarters that are 25 to 19 typically. Their defense has been trending in the wrong direction and their offense has been kind of exploding. But that is a defensive minded team. That's a Doc Rivers team with Joel Embiid in the middle and PJ Tucker. I mean, they want to try to, you know, kind of choke you out. And the fact that we sort of beat them at their game in the fourth yeah, quarter, choke them out, um, I think is very encouraging.
3: That's a veteran team, and and it was the Magic that protected the basketball, right? So you got, for the Magic, you had 10 turnovers for 17 points. Now, that's very few turnovers. We still get in a situation where the turnovers lead to baskets almost every time. Every time. Every turnover we have leads to a basket, and that's frustrating. And you don't always score on the other team's turnover. They turned it over 19 times. That's a veteran team, right, with James Harden, and you've got Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid that kick the ball all over the gym and the magic turned that into 20 points. Then you get 28 fast break points. You knock down just enough threes. So I thought that was, I thought that was terrific, but what we're getting from, from Paulo, was, was special. And I thought that you needed that you don't get that game without your best player playing the best, right? So I think that's where it started. Now you have the luxury, you go to the fourth quarter and there's times I'll admit where it's five six. Four minutes left in the game and I'm like okay anytime we can get back to Paulo we can get back to Markel let's get the starters back in there but more often than not it's a gut it's a gut feeling that Mosley is riding these 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 second unit guys and they're delivering. Mo Wagner coming off a 27 point performance in 23 minutes in a loss to the Chicago Bulls and then last night he only plays 22 minutes and he gets you 22 points so I think, we yes, we love his energy. We love his excitement. We love his belief. We love all the intangible things that he does. But I think, Jake, it's time to start talking about the producer and, and what he's getting. And I think those 14 starts that he got, where he averaged 15 and 7, he got more minutes, he got more comfortable. And he is every bit, at least the last couple of games, an offensive weapon, which I think is a huge surprise and a great a, a great surprise for everybody.
1: Couple things. Like first of all, his ten for ten at the free throw line was that's a huge swing in that game. It's a third straight night we've had to deal with guys who understand how to draw fouls at at the highest sense, right? Jimmy Butler and then DeMar DeRozan and then Harden and Embiid, and these guys are so smart. And you see it with our younger defenders, with Jalen, with um, with Wendell. As soon as these guys feel any contact they're going up and it's a foul and they're putting, and they're forcing the whistle to be blown. And Mo came in and beat them at their own game. Again, going back to that, that concept, Mo, he was playing the exact same. It's 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 a it's a veteran sort of craftiness. It's slitheriness. It's I mean, most footwork last night on that one move Oh, my the pose. But he also was he was uh, he played the game. He he figured out exactly the re- the way the refs were calling it, and he worked it in his favor. And we yes, need guys did. who do that because too so often is he we're taking, impl- is he he's taking, manipulating the rules. He's he's, he's manipulating manipulating the rules. doing what he, we
3: need. Is he taking? Is he taking the opposition off guard because he's the backup center and they're not expecting it? They take their foot off the gas a little bit, and he's capitalizing. Or, 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 or could it be that he has developed? A game, an offensive game that is very difficult for for opposing centers at times to to contend with. I mean, he he was not this player in my opinion last year. He has grown. He with minutes, maybe it's extra minutes he got. I know he puts in a ton of work. But how do you how do you explain kind of what what he's done offensively here? though?
1: Well, I think I think the offensive part has actually sort of always been there. The three ball is yeah, what okay. is, is what is hit or miss. If you go back to him as a college player, he was a really good offensive player. He's got the hands. He's True. got okay. that footwork. Um, I think what's 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 improved a lot is his defensive play and 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 the ability to knock down the shot from the perimeter is comfort within the system, obviously. And so that's how he's nudged his way onto the floor. And now he's able to showcase some of those yeah, offensive true. skills that have always been there. Look, D, we got to start talking about how Mo Wagner is a reclamation project. He was left. Great O-Ole point was left. Markel Fultz was left. These guys, whether, and this goes back to Cliff's coaching staff too, they deserve credit. Obviously it's under Jeff Weltman, John Hammond's front office. Um, But, but these guys have been brought back to life by the magic Great point. Great and, and, point. And those, those are the three guys that are playing very, very important roles on our team right now.
3: And if you get Jonathan Isaac healthy, there's number four, right? I mean, yep. that's, that's an unbelievable step in the right direction. I'm watching Mo Wagner and last night and I'm thinking, no, could really use him as Boston. Uh, The Los Angeles Lakers, the Washington Wizards. Yes, I'm sure the Wizards would have a role for him right now. Right, all those teams that kind of left them and and gave up for what they thought was a better, more flashier object. You now have a a team option for next year. I mean, you're in a great spot, you know, cap-wise. But I think, in my opinion, not only because he's brothers with Franz and you you want them to be able to play together – but that only goes so far. Guys got to be able to contribute. I think Moe's made himself some money. I think Moe's made himself, right? He's proved that he he belongs here and we knew that, but I think he's shown everybody I think you'll get some calls at the deadline. I I mean, who wouldn't want this guy as an option? You're trying to make a playoff push or or a title push to have this guy bringing this energy every single day. There are games we've won simply because of his energy. And now there's games we've won because of his energy and his production. So I think that's uh, just a phenomenal feather in his cap all the way around. Much more to get to here on Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. Experience magic together with your Orlando Magic face the Miami Heat on Saturday, February 11th. You can be at Amway Center for this big rivalry game. Secure your seats today at OrlandoMagic.com. When we come back, you are going to get you our call of the game. In regards to Paolo Bancaro, you don't want to miss Jake's call on that one. And then we'll have more Magic drive time, including this team's defense in that fourth quarter. Wow, was that fun to watch.
0: You, but I feel good.
3: Still purchasing your home and auto insurance the old way, the complicated way? Then you should try the Simply way. With a few simple questions, Simply IOA shop your insurance with our network of top insurance companies to see how much you can save. Browse the best quotes and securely purchase your policy online or over the phone in minutes. Search Simply IOA or call 877-844-1111
2: simply IOA. old and auto insurance the simply way when it comes to Orlando Magic basketball Valley Sports Florida is where you can find all the action bringing you to the hardwood for the biggest moments.
4: he throws it down
2: watch as your hometown team looks to put a spell on the rest of the league it's good plus Pre game with your favorite Bally Sports team before and after each game for the Magic Live pre and post game shows. Catch the Magic all season long on Bally Sports Florida, the Bally Sports app, and Bally Sports Plus.
3: After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today.
4: There's nothing sweeter than the sound of a step-back three ripping through the net. At Kia, we've mastered a move of our own. And it's called the Telluride. It's available 3.8 liter V6 engine didn't just magically appear, we built it from the ground up. So the next time you see someone splash a 30 foot fade away, remember how hard it is to make it look so easy. And the next time you're behind the wheel of the Kia Telluride, be inspired by the way it glides so effortlessly. Kia is the official automotive partner of the NBA. Kia, movement that inspires.
3: the drive puts it up and
4: in and the foul what about
3: that for
1: the big fella orlando magic fans see up to five games per month for only 49 dollars with the all-new fast break monthly subscription pass that's right for only 49 dollars, you can see up to five games at amway center don't miss out this is a ticket deal like no other visit orlandomagic.com fast break to get your pass and experience magic together And beat ahead to Harden. Now Harris, and he lost the ball. Franz Wagner with the steal, and it's going to be Markel Fultz dribbling in the backcourt. And will they foul? They won't. He t- passes it ahead to Franz. To Paulo, two handed jam for Paulo Banquero. Arrivederci, Philadelphia 76ers, eight point magic lead. It's 117 to 109 with 36 seconds remaining. What a comeback!
3: Welcome back, everyone. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here. Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center, the Orlando Magic winners last night. How about that call from Jake Chapman? I love that. The call of the game It's brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. Arrivederci, come on. I love it.
1: I busted it out. Do you realize the last time we beat the Sixers in Philadelphia was in
3: 2016? Yes. You want to know who was playing, I I was working for the Detroit Pistons at the time. Uh, let's 2016. See. I'm going to guess, uh, well, a was gone, but was probably somewhere. Was Alfred Payton on the team? Alfred Payton was, of course, on the oh. team. Give me some of the bench guys. Let's see if you can pull. Oh, boy. Luke Ridenauer.
1: No, no Ridenour.
3: Ben
1: Gordon. But Jody Meeks chipped in 10 points oh, in 17 my. minutes. Goodness. Um. Let's see. They opened up the bench at the end of the game. 105-88 was the final. So Damian Rudish checked in. Damian. <laughs> see, oh yeah, my and yeah,
3: that's the last case. team to go there and win?
1: That's the last team to go there and win. Aaron was, that the was that the so, Tobias, Tobias Harris? Was that the Tobias Harris already winner? Tobias was already gone unless he was hurt. You had Serge, Bismack, Evan, DJ, Aaron.
3: Oh, my Fuchs. goodness.
1: Yep. There you go.
3: Effort. That's your roster, last time you went there. Okay, so you bust out that call, which I love. But I, I got to ask you this about your your thought, because I, I got lit up on Twitter um, by Magic fans that for some reason couldn't get the Magic game, so they had to listen to the Sixers broadcast. And I, I'll never be one to critique anybody's broadcast. I, I think anybody that's on the air at this level, you've done something to earn that, and I, I think – But the, but the thought was
1: real, real fast. If you want to hear me talk for 15 minutes, let me do that topic one day. How everybody on Twitter now is a broadcasting uh, critic. That's uh, that's getting annoying.
3: That is getting annoying. And we'll do that. Let's do that. Maybe we'll do that one day. But the thought was how the feeling from magic fans, at least on this Twitter thread was that Philly, Philly broadcasters were not respecting the magic. Right. And and they kind of were taking pot shots at them and didn't give Orlando any respect. So I, I guess I ask you being in that seat, don't you have to treat everybody fairly? Like, would, would, could you ever? And I'm not saying that happened. I didn't hear the broadcast. So I, I'm not saying that they're right. I'm not saying that they're right. But I, and I, I know Al Abdanabi and I, I know, you know, some, some of the broadcasters that they have. And I can't imagine them doing that. But there are broadcasters that will do that. I, I think at this level, you can't put teams down. Right. These are NBA players. I can't imagine that. But if they did and they're pointing down the magic and, hey, they're beating us. How can this happen? The lowly? That's not right. Right. I mean, you 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 wouldn't get yourself allow yourself to get to that point. The team we played on Saturday
1: is the worst. The Bulls broadcasters always do. Remember last year, Stacey (sighs) King and then Chuck Swirsky, who I love, tweeted at halftime of the game on Saturday. There's no way we're losing this game and they almost See, lost I don't, that game and i would never do that and i do sometimes i get caught up on the air and i'm like i'm like and beat's too good for that he doesn't need to do that it's annoying you know like yeah of
3: course of course talking
1: about a player yes. and the way he's acting in that moment or whatever but i would never say like the thunder suck <laughs> <laughs>
3: there's what no, there's I, no reason we should be losing to this team right i don't know why you can i, I can't imagine getting there i can't imagine Now again, I, I don't know but Anyway, it was a nice thread saying about how much they enjoy the call with David and Jeff, and and that our guys would never do that, and they would never do that. But who knows? Maybe, maybe that happened, maybe it didn't. I'm not. Sometimes, saying,
1: anyway. the, sometimes I think broadcasters think, especially on successful teams, that they had something to do. With the success of of said team, and uh, obviously nothing could be further from the
3: truth. You're there to call the game. You're there to call the game. That's it. You you don't have any any bearing on the outcome. You're you're there to do the job, and and you know we follow this team. So obviously, it everything is a lot more fun when they win. You root for them to win. You become right. a fan of them at times, but not at the expense of you know you can't. It, Again, for going from what the threat is, like, let's offer some information. Like, don't just say, hey, th- this can't happen. This is a bad team. They're just playing out of their mind right now. Like, offer something. Offer some information. Exactly. Right? I, I think that's what it should be. And, and I, I would like to think that's certainly what happened. This magic team defensively, Jacob, in this win last night, you allow 109 points to the Philadelphia 76ers. You're you're now 16th in defensive rating. You were 27th. You're you're 16th in the last 25 games. You were 27th in the first 25 games. So you've gotten much better. That coincides with getting healthy. That coincides with Jonathan Isaac on the floor and Jalen Suggs coming off the bench and just kind of really assuming terrific defensive assignments. Jalen Suggs was phenomenal again defensively. And you're going to look at the box score and say, okay, he was what, one of five? And and you're going to say, okay, again, when is Jalen Suggs going to get going? 20 minutes. He only gets you four points, four rebounds. He won that game for you in my opinion, with what he did defensively, dug out a huge offensive rebound. My guy's just a pit bull. They've assumed roles, and what I like is different now. It is so easy, and I think at times lazy, flat-out lazy by everybody involved to just switch defensively, right? To me, the guts of it, right, and, and when you can kind of take credit and own it and win games is when you fight through it, when you fight through screens to stay with your man, and the Magic did that in the fourth quarter. They fought like hell defensively to get through screens, to not get hung up on screens, to fight through. They were flying all over the place in that fourth quarter. That's why you kept them to 19 points. And in my opinion, that change, that adjustment that Jamal Mosley has slowly gone to here the last couple of weeks is paying dividends.
1: Yeah, and I think they they threw zone in there um, a, a few yep. times. They were throwing those changeups out there. You know, the the way that you – it seemed like they were very well prepared for that game with some of the turnovers and the steals that we were forcing, playing passing lanes. Um, it, it felt like we got in their head. And I think some of the numbers, the when you go back to the defensive turnaround, has to do with Mo Wagner playing a bigger role as well. I mean, Mo Wagner slides into the starting lineup, and now you between, when Wendell came back, now you have two guys – that that you trust. And look, there have been nights you talk about Mo Wagner winning games. There have been nights it's been sort of in place of Wendell or as Wendell insurance. Wendell's going to get in foul trouble sometimes and there's going to be nights where he's not shooting the ball well and when I think we trust Mo Wagner's defensive presence um we we don't have great rim protection, but we no. have good interior defense. And I'm not sure how to, necessarily to explain. <laughs> right, we don't right. allow a ton of points in the paint, but we give up a terrible percentage right at the rim. Like yeah, at, true, at, true. Very near. I think it's because we have good team big men defenders, just not great shot blockers.
3: I good positional. Their their defense is done below the rim. I I give you that. I right. You
1: that. I I guess it's the best way to explain it, but um, you're right. Like the defense right now is it's trending in in a very good direction. When you think about how young we are. You know, having a guy like Suggs play that role, bringing Jonathan Isaac back, um, having Bull be able to sort of freelance, and and Bull's really struggling right now. He's gonna have he to is. fight through this this patch um but but the, but you see the vision of coach mosley with that second unit which is like last night he put ball on dybol well dybol you know he hit a couple shots last night but the sure, idea of sure. doing that is that Bull can freelance now he can help he can protect at the rim he can sort of do whatever he wants to with yeah, that that's rim. right and I think that can be a, that can be a weapon. He's just going to have to to lock back in a little bit. I think we need to get to the All Star break for ball.
3: <laughs> I think so. I think so. he's got to protect the basketball at least while he's figuring things out. He's got to be a little a Correct. little better with the basketball. Three turnovers I, in ten minutes. That's not going to cut it. That's not going to cut it. But you know, Wendell's a guy that can get you. Sometimes gets caught on an illegal screen, or he can move the feet Or you know, turnovers last night. I thought Wendell. Wendell was terrific defensively, and everybody was locked in. Mo Wagner has not been known for you know being being able to keep a big guy like that away from the basket. And Joel Embiid had nine points in the second half. He shot two free throws. That was unbelievable. uh, The effort done all the way around. So a great win. Now you get them again. They're going to be angry. Uh, or or maybe you're going, they're going to start questioning things and you'll be able to go in there and have another big game here tomorrow. But either way, that was a lot of fun and the Magic will be back at it tomorrow night in Philadelphia, 6.30 right here on 96.9 The Game. Magic won, so you win too with Papa John's Pizza. You're getting 50% off your regularly priced online order when you enter the promo code Win all day today. Have a great night. We're back at six o'clock tomorrow with more Magic Drive Time.
2: Experience Magic Together live at Amway Center on Saturday, February 11th, when the Orlando Magic take on the Miami Heat. Catch Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, and the rest of the Magic go head-to-head with Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and the Heat. To Franz Wagner,
1: left wing three is money. He's stuck it.
2: You don't want to miss the action. Reserve your seats today at orlandomagic.com and get ready to cheer on your Orlando Magic on Saturday, February 11th at 7 p.m.